Hello, and welcome to episode five of Seven with Kevin. Um, I want to reiterate that <laughs> everything I do here is I have no notes in front of me. I don't prepare for it. I'll take a verse or, or play around with the verses that I've used the prior days and kind of continue along. This is kind of a thinking out loud process for me and to get back into the habit of uh, broadcasting, which I haven't done in in many years, decades actually. So anyway, uh, we'll get right to it today. And we're going to, we've looked at the past few days into Luke 22 and uh, we looked at the some of the the uh, issues coming out of the Last Supper but let's go to the uh, part of Luke where where Jesus goes to pray before he was led away he arrested Christians know the story well. For non-Christians, Jesus went up to the Mount of Olives to pray and ask God, you know, let this cup pass from me, but if not, let your way will be done, not mine. A pretty famous uh, passage of Bible scripture for the Christian because it shows Christ, even though being one of what we believe to be the the Godhead, Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit, that he submitted his will to, to God's, which is the example we're to follow as Christians. I'm going to go ahead and read this. Uh, I'll start in uh, 39 and probably read through 46. So Luke 22, 39 through 46. Jesus went out as usual to the Mount of Olives, and his disciples followed him. On reaching the place, he said to them, Pray that you will not fall into temptation. He withdrew about a stone's throw beyond them, knelt down and prayed, Father, if you are willing, take this cup from me, yet not my will, but yours be done. An angel from heaven appeared to him and strengthened him. And being in anguish, he prayed more earnestly. And his sweat was like drops of blood falling to the ground. When he rose from prayer and went back to the disciples, he found them asleep, exhausted from sorrow. Why are you sleeping? He asked them. Get up and pray so that you will not fall into temptation. My first four episodes have included, well, actually they've all been pretty much about prayer, but for those of you who are not Christians, you know, prayer is, is the way that a uh, Christian and, and, you know, Jewish people and Muslims as well, they speak to God. Christians uh, are admonished in many places to, to pray in the Old and New Testament. 
And there are several interesting things about this. Jesus is praying even though he's God. So as followers of Christ, we are to do as Jesus did. If it, if it was important enough for Jesus to, to pray and not just take matters into his own hands, then it's a pretty good example, I think, for us. I think many times when we, uh, when we fall away, I think oftentimes it's because we take matters into our own hands and start trusting ourselves instead of God. And it says here that it was, you know, it was customary for Jesus to go up and pray. So it should be a customary thing for us. It's something we should strive to do often. The other thing it says is the reason that Christ wanted the disciples to pray is so that they would not fall into temptation. I think what they're illustrating here is that if you don't have a good prayer life, you're probably more susceptible to fall into whatever vice it is that Satan uses to draw you into sin. And so if you pray against that, Pray that your weaknesses won't be exposed. Pray for strength. Pray for the Lord's heads of protection around you. And that's what Christ did. The other point here is the humility that Christ shows. As we said earlier, as part of the Godhead, you would wonder, why. well, why would he have to pray anyway? Well, he's submitting his will to God, and he does that by saying, not your will, but mine be done. There's a plan for everything that God has, and Christ recognizes that. But there are things as a human that Christ understands also, that he's about to go through a great deal of pain and agony and die. And he understands that that's going to be very difficult. And as a human, he does want out of that. There's no question. He understands its importance, but he wants out of that. And there are certain things that we have to do that we want out of as adults. I don't have to tell you that, you know, very well that there are a lot of things that we must do that we don't particularly like. And we see the earnestness of Christ's prayer to the point where he's sweating. And anytime you have exertion to sweating, you know that whether it's working out or nervousness, you know that it's serious and, Christ wants us to be serious. Then in the end, he admonishes the, the disciples to, uh, again, pray and, and, and not to be led into temptation. They didn't pray, and as, as we know from the story, Christians know, and, and for the non-Christian, what happened was after, the, after Christ was arrested and his followers all ran away, they were afraid. So, a pretty nice little uh, part of Scripture. Uh, reread it for yourself there in Luke 22, verses 39 through 46. and kind You can kind of meditate on uh, your own prayer life and, and see how Jesus prayed when it was when something very important and nerve-wracking and uh, potentially dangerous was coming his way. Uh, how he still approached prayer and and still submitted his will to God, but was very earnest about what he prayed and, and uh, you know, knew that he would have to continue to pray not to fall into temptation. And, and that's pretty important. 
I appreciate you listening, and I hope you had a good day. I hope you have a good evening, and I will see you next time. Thank you.